Hi, you're listening to A Wellbeing, and I'm Katie Jane. I'm so pleased that you're listening in. Thanks for being here. I wanted to talk in this episode about ways to support ourselves through anxiety. And just before I start with whatever flows and the words and the thoughts and the feelings that I want to express for support here, I just wanted to go back and retrace my intention with these episodes for when you listen in. Whether it's a solo episode here or whether it's a conversation that I'll have with a beautiful guest to share. I'd really like you to hold that vision that I speak of in the introduction episode, if you've listened to that, or you might like to go back and have a listen, is that my intention for this is that everything is imperfect and it will unfold and evolve in that way, as we are all imperfect human beings. And... I'd love you to imagine that I might just be sitting with you on a bench in a park somewhere and having a conversation, or sitting with you over a coffee in a cafe, and around us there'll be lots of noise going on as there is in everyday life, or there may be yeah, sounds that take us away from the conversation that we're engaged in. But just as that happens in real life, That's my intention with this podcast as well. That it will just naturally evolve and flow and I'll just speak as things come up as I would in conversation with you. Which means that the audio will be imperfect at times. There might be spaces or silences. And it is unfiltered and in the here and now. And... I am not editing any of these episodes. And at the moment, I'm, yeah, that's actually a really intentional and conscious choice of mine. So I just wanted to say that before I started this episode. And I wanted you to hold that vision in your mind. It seems actually a really, um, a really good way to start this episode as I'm talking about supporting ourselves with anxiety because as part of that, If we feel anxious, we can place all these expectations and pressures on ourselves. And a part of lessening that anxiety can be allowing a lot of that external noise or or internal noise within ourselves to dissipate and to fade. So I encourage you to do that as you listen in. Stress is something that we all feel. It can be a really positive thing at times when it motivates us and helps us to get things done in a productive and supportive way. But when there's too much stress and we can feel those times when we're overwhelmed, stress can become unhealthy, even harmful. And we can start to feel anxiety or signs and symptoms of anxiety within our body or our well-being in many different ways. Anxiety is very different to stress, and if you've never felt anxiety before, it can feel quite frightening 
and confronting. And it comes up in some similar but different ways for us all. If you've had anxiety in the past, you'll know how it feels for you and perhaps some of the triggers and warning signs and to know how to start managing things for yourself. I know that I do within myself now. It can also be very common for anxiety to heighten during certain times in our lives. When we feel overwhelmed, and that can be for all kinds of reasons, within ourselves or with so much going on around us. We can feel that emotions and feelings can build up and we may not be aware that this is happening until it reaches that point where stress becomes anxiety. And instead of being able to manage it during that process, it's kind of at that high alert stage. And we can start to feel quite unwell. Anxiety can make us feel that perhaps we're not in control of things as we usually might be. And I've had clients describe anxiety to me as suffocating. And I can really relate to that. I've known that feeling within myself. And I've had a time in my life where anxiety even reached a, a different level for me where it was so heightened that I had quite debilitating panic attacks. Now, anxiety isn't always heightened to such an extent and that's a separate thing in itself to managing panic attacks. <laughs> but um, I'm just, I'm really grateful that I have ways that I've learnt to support myself through anxiety in my life to never have to feel that way again because I absolutely know how frightening that felt. And I really want to say at this point of time as well that there is a huge difference between anxiety and depression. And I really want to say this because I think that um, whilst it is common for anxiety and depression to be felt amongst us at the same time, <laughs> I think sometimes we can lump these two together too easily and we can sometimes treat anxiety as depression and depression as anxiety when actually they're very, very separate states of being and can be felt in very different ways. And from a holistic point of view, because that's the approach that I truly believe in and take, I really just wanted to, to speak to that just now. And I might do a separate episode on that too. When I felt such a heightened time of anxiety in my life as these debilitating panic attacks, I remembered that I just couldn't think clearly. I couldn't make decisions. I couldn't see out of a haze. And at times I felt as if I couldn't even move freely or breathe. And if you've ever felt this, then, then you'll remember how terrifying that, that can feel. And if you are feeling that right now, then I really understand. So fortunately, yes, I found ways to support myself through that time and I no longer have panic attacks. But I do still feel anxiety at times. When things in my life or around me feel loud and noisy or uncertain, or perhaps I'm just trying to do too much and I'm not being honest with myself about what my body and my heart 
are actually asking of me. And I haven't taken that time to stop and listen. I know when I'm anxious, and you will probably know this feeling within yourself too. My body starts to feel it. I feel tension. I feel pain that heightens. I start to react to things far more easily than I wouldn't than I usually would. Instead of responding, I react. Yeah. There's such a difference in that. Have you felt that within yourself? Hmm. I also find that my sleep, you know, is, isn't good. <laughs> the quality of sleep lessens. I can get headaches and even migraines. I find it hard to make clear decisions and usually making choices and decisions is something that comes naturally to me. And I can start to have a feeling of not being in control or managing things as well as I usually might. And I can start to feel exhausted and tired. <laughs> so you might know some of your own triggers or signs of feeling anxious within yourself. Or perhaps you're feeling anxious for the first time right now. I really want you to know and hope you know that you're not alone because there are people just like me and around you who understand and are here for you and others that you can reach out to. Whoever in whatever ways feels most supportive and right for you, I absolutely encourage you to listen to yourself and to make a choice to support yourself in this way. So I just wanted to, to talk to and mention here a few things and ways that come to my mind to manage an anxiety in a way that I hope and feel may help, knowing that this isn't ex extensive in any way at all, as we're all unique individuals and what supports one person will be completely different to someone else. And like anything, anxiety asks for and needs a truly holistic and personalised approach. And I feel this is part of all well-being. <laughs> Acknowledging how you're feeling is a really empowering and compassionate place to start. To simply acknowledge that you're feeling this way, that it's okay to feel this way, and to allow yourself to be aware of all the ways that you're feeling it right now. Then I'd invite you and encourage you to, to take some time to understand why you're feeling the way you do. What is it in your life or around you or within yourself that's creating these feelings for you? What's at the heart of it, at the core of it all for you? And you might already know this or it might feel supportive to talk things through with someone. Because when we can become aware of our feelings and emotions and why, it allows us to understand what we're perhaps seeing as irrational and what's actually rational and true. And when we can stop that cycle of irrational thoughts and feelings, this can encourage self-compassion. And it's from this space that we can feel into what's possible for us moving forward. So writing things down can help. 
asking yourself some of those questions that I've mentioned and journaling around those and some of the feelings and emotions can be a way to really let things out. Not needing a structure, just a free, a free flow practice <laughs> of thought streams and a way to release through our own personal self-expression. You know, it doesn't have to make sense. And the whole idea of it is that we can allow things to flow from our subconscious minds and to express whatever it is that we need to express and to just let it all unravel and flow. I find it's from these spaces of free flow writing that some of my most significant shifts can come and I can understand myself even more. Be honest with how you're feeling with those closest to you. <laughs> Tell them how they can best support you or just be there for you. And be honest with yourself about what you can and can't do, what feels too much and what feels manageable right now or in these times. It's a time to really focus on self-care and self-compassion and a huge part of this includes saying no to things and really just doing what's necessary. What's a priority right now? And letting the rest go. And to those closest to you, explaining why. Because no one is a mind reader. And most people close to us, they'll actually notice when we're not, when we're not ourselves. They'll notice when something's up. <laughs> but unless we tell them, they won't know what to do or how to help. And I can feel a lot of times that we can create more angst and anxiety within ourselves by thinking that someone's thinking a certain way and assuming something. And actually a lot of that can be eased when we can have open and honest conversations. Sometimes saying no might be to a colleague or to a work deadline with something. And I find that when we're honest about things, with ourselves and with others, we can be so surprised at the supportive responses and the understanding we receive. I'd encourage you to be kind to yourself. Hold yourself with self-compassion. And that means even imagining your own arms surrounding yourself. Anxiety is not something to be berated in any way, and we can tend to do that. And it's a horrible way to feel. But when we feel angry about how we feel, we're only encouraging that resistance to it. And that can encourage a build-up of even more anxiety. Instead, when we can focus on accepting that it's there, this beautiful acceptance of just being with what is, then we can find ways to manage it and we can move forward. Gift yourself grace, compassion and time. And I often say to myself, those words that I find so beautiful and peaceful, this too shall pass. Prioritise putting yourself first and nurturing yourself nurturing and nourishing yourself. There are so many ways we can do this with anything and everything that is possible 
and ways that we can really be in tune with soothing our nervous system because anxiety is all to do with heightened nervous system. And I'd encourage you to start with really simple things, really simple, basic things, and taking things day by day, moment, even moment by moment. Things like healthy, nourishing food can be so easy to reach for the takeaways and even alcohol during times of stress. And this can only increase anxiety. It actually has the opposite effect. I'd encourage you to to look at all the ways that you can eat nourishing and nurturing foods. Like oats for breakfast. Oats are such a beautiful anti-anxiety food. Protein-rich foods, mainly plant-based. Lots of green leafy vegetables and all the colours of the rainbow. (laughs) And if you're feeling too anxious to cook for yourself, then this might be something you can ask someone else to do for you. Because... This is actually something that someone might love to do for you. If you said, yes, this is a way you can support me. Please cook for me. I'd love that. And I'm going to do a separate episode about nurturing and nourishing ourselves through food because as part of my my own holistic approach and as a nutritionist, as one of the hats I wear, I really believe in an intuitive way of eating and choosing the right food choices for ourselves and just how powerful, well, empowering this is. I'd also encourage you with anxiety, but also through all of our life, to go to bed early at a set time and to really have a routine of winding down at night and also waking in the morning. Make rest and sleep a priority. And I really want to do another episode on that. Find exercise that you're able to do or movement if that's something that resonates more for you. Even if it's just a gentle walk around the block or moving around in whatever way feels right for you with dancing or or yoga or or Pilates, or if going to a class feels too much. What is it in terms of exercise or motion or movement just to get some of those endorphins flowing, to create some of the energy within ourselves? Making time for relaxation or meditation and really making this a part of our everyday. There are so many different ways that we can meditate And I know that some people love guided meditations and other other people like practices like Vedic meditation, which is my preferred choice. (laughs) It supports me in every way. But I really encourage you to find what works for you and to ask questions about different practices so that you can find something that you can stick with and make part of your everyday routine. That's what I did for myself. That's how I found something that worked for me. And I absolutely encourage this with all of my clients and with everyone to find what what works for you. Breathe. (laughs) It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But we can forget this during our days. Take some deep breaths in and out throughout the day. Start with counting to three 
and then longer. Gently, slowly, allow the breath to flow effortlessly and notice the sensations of ease and release of tension. And each time you feel a little more anxious, just step back, step away from something and just take this time for yourself. Create this space to breathe in and out until the feeling dissipates and fades. I'd also encourage you to find things you really enjoy doing, whatever that is for you. Nature, spending time with loved ones, being with your pets, watering your plants, reading, music, art, anything that you're able to do, but with no pressure or expectation. Because when we're feeling anxious, that can create more anxiety for us. Just anything that brings you joy and ease within your body, heart and mind. I like to think of it as small and simple moments of capturing the light and allowing ourselves to, to really you know, find the joy and ease in all those simple moments because they're all so precious and we can find so much relief and so much joy in all of those. <laughs> it's not the big things that really matter. It's all the small things that can create so much. There are so many ways that will personally support you with anxiety. And it's different for each and every one of us. And you might have your own suggestions and have your own to add, and I'd really love to know. And I'm here to support you, if that might feel right for you too. I'd really like to say as well, as part of this episode, that there's absolutely no shame around feeling anxious or managing and living with anxiety. Sometimes it can feel lonely, I know, and we think we just have to cope with it all alone, and we really don't. I feel that it starts with acknowledgement and compassion and finding all the ways that feel right for you to then be able to support yourself and your own well-being. I hope something in this episode has resonated with you or that you feel supported in some way. And just before I finish, I just wanted to leave you just with some encouraged actions of how to manage and support yourself with anxiety right now from all of this and as you've been listening in, just to reflect on some of the things that I've said, to journal around some of the questions that I've asked or things that have come up for you. And mostly for within yourself, to listen to yourself and what you need right now. To also ask yourself, what is anxiety speaking to you? Because often anxiety comes up in our lives or we can feel it in our bodies in some way because it's speaking to us, it's telling us something, it's asking us to listen. And... I'd encourage you to lean into that, to, yeah, to really 
you know, ask why, why it's there, why its presence is there so loudly and what it is that it's, that it's saying and how you can listen and then support yourself. And that might be by reaching out and speaking to someone. And if you'd love to continue a conversation on this, then please do email me. <laughs> I'd love to engage with you and connect. And I really love emails. <laughs> and if you are looking for some support, holistic support, well-being and coaching, then you can connect with me through my website at katiejanewellness.com. And... If you'd like to have a conversation with me on this podcast, then I really encourage you to be in touch as well. Or perhaps you'd like to have a coaching session on this podcast. Or when you visit my website, you can also read some other blogs and journals there as well that you will find supportive. And if I can yeah, help you or support you in any way, then don't hesitate to be in touch. So thanks for listening in. I really appreciate you being here. And until next time, bye for now.